the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. All right, well, welcome everybody to number 73. Four. Four. 74. 74. This is nuts. This is nuts. numbers keep going up each week. They do. We're we're probably going to be at 10,000 by the new year. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. That'll be a good little milestone. What's wrong with those people? I don't know. I don't know why they keep listening, but... It's a show about nothing. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's, uh, no, that'll be the title num- today. Number 74. Holy 74. cow. That's outstanding. Yep. So, um, real quick, before we get into our baseball stuff, and you're, you guys knocked off the number two seed in your flag football. Oh, yeah. Don't want don't to brag, but... Don't uh, want to brag. No. Next playoffs for next, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday? Is, yep. the, is that the championship, or is that no, the semis? semifinals? Yep. Semis right there in, in the downtown Fort Mill Stadium. Yep, downtown exactly. Fort Mill Middle School. Yep. Good. So come out and watch one tool. One yeah. tool perform on the football field, on the flag football field. Yeah, we play a team um, loaded of D1 guys, so yeah. it'll be interesting. I'm running around with Eddie Buskey today. Yeah? Yeah, we got to go look at other fields. Uh, Eddie and uh, Alan Barnes and Morris Madden, other fields that we're going to kind of look into fixing up. And, uh, you know, utilizing inside of our BIC and our knothole stuff. But Eddie's phenomenal. Yeah, I got to get back out there and get some more e- drone. E- EA Sports. Well, you've, got, you got, you've actually worked with Eddie, too. We've mm-hmm. worked with Eddie. It's not Laying easy the work, man. No, it's not. But he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And that whole company, they've done phenomenal work. And they've mm-hmm. been extremely generous uh, in terms of uh, helping us out with other fields because we, we manage the Springfield Middle School. And uh, Eddie's been a big part of that. I mean, it's, it's amazing when people build fields. And then Eddie goes back in, you know. It's like somebody that never built a house, and they build a house, and then you send a carpenter in, and he goes, oh, "Well, this one's off, that's off." So he uh, he does that. But him and Angel at EA Sports Fields, um, phenomenal. So if you guys are looking to do any work on any field in the area, you know, um, you have to reach out to these people. They're on social you, media, EA Sports Fields, and EASportsFields.com. Yep, and they uh, they give you above and beyond. They don't just hit and run. They uh, they take pride in everything mm-hmm. they do. So, um, and that's it. So we'll uh, we'll we'll step forward and uh, we'll uh, we'll get to our show. So here we go. All right. So three hundred and twenty-four million dollars equals a million dollars a strikeout last year. That's good. What would have you made per strikeout? I made eight cents. Coupons? Yeah, free car wash. <laughs> car wash, yeah. Car wash. It's amazing though the the, the dollars that are and, and they're coming out early because remember last year the uh, the free agent market nothing really happened until late and you left uh, you know we left a lot of guys on the table all the way into mid season. Yeah, you know you got teams you know two or three years out. They're they're kind of setting up their war chest for for the the years that these free agents become available mm-hmm. uh, and there's no sense in sitting around and waiting you know if that's the guy you're going after i don't see why you'd wait till february or didn't seem like it took long to to nail down gareth for three three twenty four i mean mm-hmm. it wasn't like a big huge negotiation like here's a number we were talking to you and i the other day in the, in the office just saying if they win world one world championship it's worth the three twenty four to the Yankees. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I think really any any organization would would say, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give three hundred million dollars because it's going to be, 
economic, you know, it's going to create so it's much more windfall. economic. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a windfall. Yeah, I mean, you can live off that for years and years and years as a as a franchise. You know, you hear you see about it all the time. You know, like uh, the, the, in football, the Eagles are struggling a little bit this mm-hmm. year, but everybody's like, you know, they won it two years ago, so you know, everybody's still kind of cool. Everybody's yeah. still relaxed, so it buys you a lot of time as with your fan base. Uh, your front office gets to 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 remain stable. Unless you're a team like the Red Sox, where they're expected to win, and then they'll dump a GM yeah. in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. But you know, if, if the Tampa Bay Rays won a World Series, that that manager Cash would have a, a job for the rest of his life there. I got. I, I, I can throw in a little football thing. So I, I, we did get home last night. We went up to Lowell. I'll talk. We'll talk about that. But I got home and I'm you know Thursday night football. I never even I never watch, but I always go to see who's playing and the Jets are playing, and they're down like twenty one seven or Throbble. something like that. And then uh, the quarterback for the Ravens. Fumble. Lamar Jackson. He's unbelievable. He's an animal. <clears throat> Him and uh, Mahomes are fun to watch. Uh-huh. It's two different animals. So they are fun to watch. But So they, he throws another touchdown pass. And what do the Jets fans do? The guy gets on the shoulders. J-E-T-S. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing Jets chants when the other guys are scoring. So that's my club right there. And my boys are like depressed over this because I've just I've made them Jet fans and they you know they're, they're loyal they're loyal Yankee fans they're loyal Jet fans and you know it's just uh, that are we are we ever gonna win anything and like it's, no. it's not in my lifetime no, not in my stink. lifetime but uh, yeah they they look they look terrible but they won five games I mean. That shocked me when I looked at the record. I mean, that, like, I don't follow if the, it. I, if Darnold <clears throat> doesn't go down with that uh, mono or whatever he got during the... You guys are probably a 500 ball club at the yeah, end Yeah, whatever. Okay. Which is, I mean, the all that does is okay. draft picks. Up, man. It's a, if there's one thing that has been consistent in my lifetime, it's a Jets drafting in the, drafting in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty garbage. Oh, uh, man. You, you, don't even, you don't even buy jerseys because those guys are gone the next year. You know what I mean? It's like, what? No, just buy golf packs. There you go. Well, that, that, that'll last forever that's going to arizona with me when i uh when i play my old man i go to my old man fantasy camp i'm, I'm excited about that i keep looking at the picture that i showed my wife of the guy that that actually pays to play and he's like 90 <laughs> yeah he's 90 years old and he's in his mariner uniform and he's he's ready to go so um good luck yeah good luck i'm talking to keith comstock see if he'll like stick that guy once see he's put one in his ribs rolled <laughs> for all time's sake but <clears throat> so the winter meetings are done. You know, we're talking about Rule 5 draft. Um, I was a Rule 5 pick uh, one year with the Dodgers. But it was interesting because all of the, not every team participated in the top two rounds, which the first two rounds are basically for guys that have to go onto the 40-man roster and stay in the big leagues. Otherwise, they got to give them back. So there's there's there's, and there's one, a fifty. There used to be a $50,000 charge. Oh, I'm sure it's a lot more player. than that now. I, it, was, it was when I was playing. 50 so they had to give 50 to the club and if they didn't keep you you got half of it back got half of it back or they had to negotiate more money to keep you around that's what the dodgers did because they didn't keep me in they didn't put me in the big leagues but they kept me and uh so there was a negotiation there to uh to stay but um pack a pack of marlboro reds it was something like that it was like like a bag what they say bag of used like bp balls or something (laughs) like that like you know they 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 were offering me back to the angels like no 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 keep them you can have them you can have them so I'm sure that was part of it. I mean, Joe Madden was uh, was my manager in Double A the year before that, and he saved me because uh, another player, myself, uh, another player with me, a guy by the name of John Hotchkiss, was an infielder out of California. Um, it was the last home stand of the season, and the club he didn't go out and buy beer for after the game. Oh, yeah. So Hotch and I, in our uniforms, 
got in the car and went to the supermarket. We're walking around the supermarket in our Angels uniforms buying beer. <laughs> and they called they called California. They called the front office. And the front office called Joe Madden. And Joe was like, you need to get in here. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> and he couldn't, I couldn't get off the fact that, but Joe, there was no beer. There was no beer. <laughs> what, I don't make, I don't get your point. <laughs> He's like, you know, you could have at least taken your jersey off and walked around in pants like you were a softball guy. Yeah, that's a, that's a no-no. That was, that was, I've had those moments. I've, ha- I've had those moments along the way. Well, you see my second, second grade report cards. Yeah. I've had a lot of, a lot of moments. It's, you've remained consistent, though. I have. I have yeah. been. I have been. I have been consistent. So, what's the biggest like faux pas you've had? Like, what's the? Has the organization ever come down on you and said that's it? I've had it twice. One. Well, I got. I got. And I still. I still. I was. I made a mistake, but it wasn't a big mistake. It was you know a very a small mistake. That really wasn't even entirely my fault. And then I got hammered by the the field coordinator, out in front of everybody. I. Uh, it was a double A AA and triple A were going over to Winter Haven to play the Indians, and the bus was supposed to be at twelve fifteen or eleven fifteen, whatever it was. And uh, the starting pitcher for the double A team, and I was a starting pitcher for the triple A team, went out to the parking lot at eleven oh five, and the bus left early. They thought they had everybody. They right. didn't, you know, I mean, it's right. all it's kind of hodgepodge in spring yeah. training. Nobody knows exactly who's supposed to be on them, but they didn't have either starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. So there was a scout, actually. Luckily, there was a scout going over to the game. He's like, just ju- jump in. I'll, I'll drive you over. So we, we rode over there. As soon as we got there, though, it was pouring rain. I mean, it was the bottom fell out. So the bus had turned around. We turned around. We came back. Um, get back to the complex. And, you know, the, the, the buses had been back for a while. And we got back to the complex. And there was nobody around. I mean, it was, it was a, you know, just a, a ghost town. And uh, I was like, all right, well, I guess that's that. So threw in my clothes and headed home and... Uh, driving home I was like maybe 10 minutes away or so I get a call and they're like where are you at we're down in the cages so everybody had gone down to the batting cages you thought they left there was nobody in the clubhouse like we came into the clubhouse and at Disney you gotta walk right you know half a mile out to where the complex is actually at so there's nobody around so you know me and the other pitcher just were like okay I guess tomorrow we're starting our game (laughs) and I, I went out there and I got aired out and I was like I'm I was on time I was for the here. bus. I was here. <laughs> like, I was mean, it was managing. one domino. It was like one domino literally sent yeah. me off in as far the wrong direction as you could possibly get. Yeah. And I was just like, it was, you know, maybe. This guy's getting busted for drugs and oh. everything. He's freaking out. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm sorry. But this guy was, I mean, he had a mouthful of Copenhagen and he's sitting there and he's airing me out. And I'm just like, oh, man, I've had those guys. Do it. I, oh. I was on time. Uh, so uh, that was, uh. that was. I still, he was wrong. He yeah. was wrong. Yeah. He was wrong to have done that to me because I, it was a, it was an honest mistake. If, if, right, if, right, if right, you right. want to call it a mistake, sure. it was an honest mistake. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, you know, something like I didn't notice something or another. I mean, you know, I mean, there was a lot of things resu- helped result in what happened there. You have nightmares about it? Oh, I still wish I, I, I ran into that guy several years later. And he was, you know, I was with another team at the time, and he was super nice and, you know, funny yeah. like he usually was. Yeah. But I, I mean, everybody likes this guy, and I can't, I can't let you it can't, go. You can't now. No, he was. I was. I was. I did not deserve what he had done. Does that he was, see it in your eyes when you talk to him? Like, you know, like I'm going to be nice to you, but really, I'm like, I'm shooting. Dead. I can't get away. It's like one of those things. Like, I can't get away from him fast enough. Like, I don't. I just. I. I can't because. And again, part part of the thing is like, I know all these guys really like him. Like, you know, guys I still talk to. Like, they communicate with this guy still, and I'm just like, no, 
I was like, not the way he treated. It wasn't like I got aired out like in an office. Like I got aired out in front, in front of, of everybody. Sixty yeah. other dressed dudes. You. Yeah, there were sixty he other guys you. right there, and I, yeah. and I was like, uh-uh. yeah, that's not. He embarrassed you. He did. He yeah. embarrassed me. He embarrassed. That's you. why when we have the uh, the bus trips with the older guys, he sleeps here the night before. He doesn't miss the bus. <laughs> he doesn't miss oh. the bus. Listen, we all, we all have those nightmares. Though. The biggest, I mean, that was the only rule there was. You know, don't wear your uniform to, to you know, Safeway to get beer yeah, well, yeah. And, and be on time. But, John, there was no beer. <laughs> you said like Roddy Dangerfield. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. But I, I had a manager a couple years later, a guy named uh, John Russell. Uh, he was in Ottawa. He ended up taking the Pirates head coach, uh, manager job for a few years, whatever. And this, the, the thing I took away from this guy was his, his – his reactions and everything he did was like never embarrass a player. Yeah, never embarrass a player. So I mean, you could you know there could be six overthrows on one play in the dugout, and he would sit there stoically. I mean, he would get your ass later on. Yeah, but it would not be out there, and he wouldn't embarrass guys that yeah. way. And I was like, that's I appreciated that because you know you sit there and you're like, I'm gonna have to go look this look at this guy or whatever. I look over in the dugout, and this guy's having a freak out attack or something. Right. And I want to make sure, you know, I, I do my best nowadays to make sure I, I'm that guy in the dugout. That even when things are going wrong out on the field, you're, you know, you're calm or you're the voice of reason or whatever. Yeah. But not that other guy. That other guy can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, it's like... It's, and I'm not going to say his name. <clears throat> you're not going to say his name? No, but he liked Whoppers. Okay. Am I supposed to decipher that one or? Uh, I mean, if anybody who I played with, they would know. They exactly. would know who they liked would, Whoppers. They, they would know who it was. Yeah, he, he yeah. had the same joke. Every it's time. T- it's tough to be under control on the field. You're talking about that other manager sitting in there, you know, especially if you're, you know, when you're in a developmental position like we are, and you're going over these things over and over and over and over again, and they just keep doing the same old thing. Mm-hmm. It, know, it's it, super frustrating, and uh, and that's why that's one of the things why it's so important that we. That we understand what we've taught the kids, understand what we can expect from the kids, because a lot of times I see, and I see it all the time. It's like it's like these coaches take for granted what kids know on the field, and then they, I, you know, you see it all the time from from some respected coaches around. Well, they mm. embarrass a kid on the field, yeah. and it's like, did you teach him that? Like, have you gone right. through this scenario? Have you made or are you him just understand? expecting him to know? Or that? You, exactly, are you just expecting him to know? Yeah. Is he? You know, you're a good team, so he's supposed yeah. to know that. Yeah. Um, and and kids, man, you can turn a kid off really quickly. How about the co- how about the coach that says something on every single pitch oh my God. of an entire game? That's not me. No, that's not, I'm not. Even, I'm not even close to that. I, sometimes people have to wake me up. Yeah. No, I'm not enough. I'm like I, I, I'm pulling a Jerry Nadler. In I say, yeah, yeah. I see you over there. You you wake up and you just yell "f you, blue," and you don't even know what's going on. That's like, when I want to go home blue. and take a nap. I get thrown out of the game. I got to go, guys. See you later. <laughs> I get dumped. Those guys are irritating. Though. I'll tell you what. They drive me nuts. There's a there's I have different tolerances at different ages. Different tolerances yeah. at different ages. You know, when you're when you're with the the oldest high school team, I mean, there may be some outfield shifting or something like mm-hmm. that in between batters that goes on. That's 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 you know pretty much as much as you're going to do mm-hmm. from the dugout. You know, maybe move an infielder over. Uh, but it, you know, I, I see with Grady at the nine and ten year level, like every pitch you're having to oh, that, yeah, readjust. You're, yeah, guys. you're teaching it. Yeah, every pitch. you're not just like you know. So it's, there, it's the guys like, that have no baseball experience that talk on every oh, single yeah. pitch. Those oh, yeah. are the worst. And they're barking at the umpire. They're barking at the call. They're bar- you know, stepping at, you know, they're, they're making jokes with the kid in the box. Oh, you're still, you're looking at me. You know, stuff like that. It's like, come on. Andrew, were you with uh, Torres, Ray, and I when we when the guy pulled the state champs? State champs, yeah. That was unbelievable. Yep. This is a guy. So he's coaching first base. We're sitting in the first base dugout. What, what is it? A 10-year-old game? 11-year-old game, maybe? It was 10 year maybe? at the time. 10 yeah. year. 10. 
And this guy's arguing with the umpire, and he's got his he's got his families all worked up and whatever. And, and I forget what the call was, but it was something. It was just one of those obvious calls. Like if you've been in baseball, you just know like that's not the call, right? Right. Um, so this guy's arguing, you know, that we manipulated the umpire, I think, something like that, into making the, this call, and it was the right call. So the guy walks by, and he's chirping. I said, you know, like like what's your baseball experience, dude? Like I'm just want to know, like where, where where did you play to think that that was really the rule? And he goes, state champs. Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> and Andrew and Ray, we looked at each other like, okay, I guess I better shut up now. No, we were like, what, state champs in volleyball, yeah, badminton? But... <laughs> it's like state champs, man. I'm like, okay, here we go. I throw it out my shoulder in high school or else I was going to be in the big league. That's right. How about, dude, right here. Oh, yeah, is, that yeah, yeah. is that right here? Is that is that one of this? Uh... One of those. Yeah, that was on a on a, on a, on a, resume. a resume. A resume to where... coach with us. Yeah, they, yeah. One of the, was that JV the, that he blew out? That was mine, right? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where he blew out, but uh, he, it, he was uh, on his, his way injury to the big leagues. Was the reason he didn't get to the big leagues? Yeah. That was for yeah, sure. It was in high school, yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah. could well, have been middle school, right? State. I'd hate to have to live with that. Wake up every day knowing I was on my way in high school. Oh, three hundred twenty-four million just yeah, sitting just right sitting there, there. and rolling on it, right? I've already bought houses. I've taken loans out. Yeah, and then that that. We've all had yeah. that high school coach. The state champ told him he was going to the oh. big leagues. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> well, <laughs> if his high school coach, if his if his high school coach didn't hate him, he would have he would have been there for sure. He would have been there. That's right. <laughs> he screwed him. That high school totally. coach screwed him. Yeah. So, um, so we're running around. Obviously, we're looking at uh, another facility, um, you know, to satellite out from here, and we went up to. Um, outside of the greater Charlotte area, you say, and it is unfortunate. You know, the conversation that we have with our families and people down here in South Charlotte, they get it. You know, they're, they're, the economics down here uh, is, is a little bit different, a lot different. Um, so when you're talking about pricing and things like that, you know everybody that you're talking to pretty much can, can live in that world. But then you go outside here and you start to get into rule, you know, and you start to have the same conversation about this is what um, is involved in a program as far as, you know, Travel, um, tournaments, you know, coaches, baseballs, umpires, fields, you know, all these start throwing all these costs at them because that comes down to it, you know, and then you get down to, and this is what it costs to participate with a razor, razor thin budget or margin in it. And they just staring at you like, oh, good God, you know, Mm -hmm. like this is so, you know, it goes back to, uh, you know, UDACF and not hold that these people just get, they get boxed out financially, you know, so the, the decision is, well, you know, I want to play at the next level. I have the ability to play at the next level. I can't afford to play in a travel organization or an organization that's well networked. Um, so maybe I'll just stay and play Legion. And Legion isn't. I, I mean, <clears throat> you know, there have been some great players that have come out of Legion. Absolutely. And, and you know, yeah. there's exceptions to, to to all of these things. You know, there's always that guy that that, that, that proved everything wrong. Mm-hmm. But your you know your your normal ball player is is gonna he's gonna miss the miss the train. Yeah. Or he's going to be absolutely stuck, even at the college level, right in that little nest. He's not going to be able to, you know, he's not going to see schools right. up on the East Coast. He's not going to see schools down Well, you're going, to see, you're going to see lesser talent in, a, in an area that's stronger economically get an opportunity to play in college, and you will see kids with good talent in a lower income For sure. area. They're just not going to get the opportunity. So you're actually not doing the game, you know, any justice by – Pushing the lesser talent. No, no, it's it's 
it's an unfortunate cycle, but I mean, it's all, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot more to it than just, just that too. I mean, you know, some of these people have chosen to live out in these rural areas and they like to live out in these mm-hmm. rural yeah, areas. Some of them have money to live out there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them, you know, there, there's a lot of different reasons different people end up where they're at and it's, it's people that want it that can't afford it that I'm, I'm concerned with. Not people who just like to be off the grid and stuff like right. that. Like, forget those people, you know, that, they, right. you got sure. what you wanted. Sure. You know, that's, this is the, this is the path you, you chose. But yeah. the, if, if you want it, it's unfortunate, you know, and then, and you know, I mean, if you're a, if you're a, a major league team and you're going out to scout, you know, you're not going to spend a whole lot of time in these little small towns and things like that. You're going to spend your time in urban areas, right? Mm-hmm. You know, more population. Yeah. It's yeah. just population <clears throat> density. What? Do you think uh, it's more of like hope versus ex- expectation? I think expectation would be like in this area would be they get into college. Where we're out there in Lowell, it's more like they hope to get into college. I, th- I think there's, that's a good question because I think part of it is here they expect to get to college. They, they expect to get into college regardless of if baseball is involved or not. And baseball is nice, a nice perk to it. Um, but if you... Um, if you live out in the other areas, you're just you're just hoping to be able to afford to do either. Yeah, I you mean, know? You, you know, the schools here, everybody expects to go to college. You know, yeah. I mean, everybody expects to go to college. Um, that's not the case everywhere. It just, I mean, that's just a simple fact of the matter. You know, it's, you have to uh, um, you have to be honest with with people in different areas. You know, I mean, we we go we go through the situation all the time where we say, you know, you. Um, you're not of the caliber that school that you want to go to as a player, right? Right. So, and that's disappointing to people that are in a situation where they know they're going to go to school regardless. Mm-hmm. They're, going to, they're, they're going to college. And then you take somebody um, that doesn't have that situation and you say, you know, we can get you to school in North Dakota. You want to go? Absolutely, I want to go. Yep. I just want to go to college. I want the opportunity and I want to play baseball as long as I possibly can. Yeah. <clears throat> it's I, I mean I, I like that I, I wish more people had that, that looked at it that way on the baseball side anyways you know obviously you, you want to take care of academics so you can go to the best school that you possibly can but I, I like when kids are just like I just want to play yeah. you know you know, it doesn't you know D1, D2, D3 I mean it would yeah. be a dream to go play in Omaha or something like that but I like being on the team I like you know I like having you know having that competitive uh, streak you know Massaged while, uh-huh. while while I'm getting my while I'm getting my college degree. Yeah, well, there's, there's a lot to that level when they get there too, and a lot of these kids, you know, they don't they don't know what to expect in terms of you know the, the student athlete, um, especially if you're gonna if you're gonna step into a Power Five program, it becomes your job. Yeah, you know, but if you're going to a, like a D three school or a, you know that's high academic, then the academics no doubt about it becoming your priority. So if you're going into a Power 5 school outside of a Stanford or, or a school in the ACC like a Wake or whatever. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. You know, you, you, you know that academics is going to be paramount. Mm-hmm. Like you have to take care of your academics to, to continue. But, um, but baseball is a big piece of it or whatever your athletics is, is, is a big piece of it. On the other side, you know, if you're going into – you know the high academic D threes or the high. There are no high academic D twos. Have you ever seen a high? Not, academic, not like really. Denison or something. Is that even a D? No, it's a, that's a three. <clears throat> it's yeah. a three. Yeah. No, I mean there's some. I mean there's some good D twos, but you have to be a little more specific. Well, about Queens. Queens has a good academic. Like McCall. Program. You know, if you're yeah. McCall Business School at Queens, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, but you would not what you would call like really competitive high academic institutions at the D two level. You don't see it. 
It's just it's just the way it is. It is the way it is. And then, so these kids that don't have the you know the resources don't get to not only just to play in organizations you know like ours or you know others in the area that, um, but they you know without that they don't get the exposure that they that they need to even advance out you know and I and and they don't get not only that they don't they don't get the education of what it takes to kind of move along even if they had to do it on their own. You know, there's nobody there saying, well, this is the way to do it. You know, you need to go to the camp. or Because we were talking to those guys last night, right? <laughs> they're like, you know, we, well, we're going to go to this camp and that camp. And I'm like, you know, but, you know, if you're a 2021 and you're going to go to a, a, a major D1 camp or even a mid-major D1 camp and you're an infielder or an outfielder, guess what? There's no chance. There you are. You know? yeah, there are there's no chance, man. Like, now, if you're a pitcher, definitely there's a chance. Um, if you're any good, and if you're a catcher, there might be a chance. Right. But if you're a position guy and you're in your junior year, um, if you're a position guy and you're in your junior year, going you better into your be going. Year. You better be on the be, radar. You better, yeah, it better be you better specific. Be on the radar. You better yep. not be just throwing darts at a board for this right. camp. Like it, right. you know, you, the communication with the, their coaches and stuff had better be in place, or else you're wasting your time. And that was, you know, it was nothing. I mean, we we call, you know, so if we have guys going. To camps, you know, we call ahead and say, you know, this is our guy coming. You know, you know the organization is coming from. You know the coaches that are involved with these kids. You know, and we don't say, hey, you need to take this guy. It's you know, it's their decision in the end. It's just you know, keep an extra eye on him, and here's our assessment of it. And then you can massage it or, you know, disregard it or do whatever. But you know, we I don't. I would, we, we would have told him not to go to the camp in the first place exactly, if he couldn't right, play there. So right. the reason he's going there is we think he can play there. Yeah. And we're going to give him any any exceptional things and any roadblocks that, that may come up so that, you know, they know what they're looking at and there's a reason to look at them. But those guys that go into camps, I mean, we had a kid last year who we talked to several times, and he was only going to those those big high-end university camps. And I don't mean big high-end. I mean mm-hmm. uh, power conference right. camps. And he, he's not that player. And right. it's just like, you know, you're, you're, you're really wasting your time and resources going to baseball camps at these schools. If you want to go to these schools, you're going to be able to go academically. Yeah. You've, got, you've got those kind of grades. You're, you're, you know, you've, your family has enough money to send you to these schools. But these, these aren't realistic for what you want from us. So us calling, you know, XYZ school makes no sense because all we're going to do is say, hey, we'll get a guy going up there, make sure he has a fun time. Mm-hmm. I mean... Because that's what I'm going to tell them. Yeah, no, experience being on that field because you're never going to be on that field again. Yeah, I, I hope it's This is like their fantasy yeah, camp. This, this, is their, <laughs> this, is their, this is their fantasy camp, man. That, that's definitely their, uh, their thing. You know, tough tough to deal with the parents in those situations, too. You know, I mean, the parents only see the, the kids in this in this pond, right? Mm-hmm. Rarely, you know, okay, you go down to Georgia and you see the freak down there, you know, or you go, you, you know, you but you never... Take yourself out of here. So when we do USA Baseball and we step into carry or, you know, and we're seeing kids from Southern California, we're seeing kids from Texas. Ohio came in two years ago just loaded with dudes that they put like six guys into the 40-man trials that year. So they don't see we us. Talk, we ran into a team down in, uh, in Georgia from uh, Arkansas, and it was like Team Arkansas. Yeah. And, I mean, like the lowest in school was like Memphis. Mm-hmm. It was a, It was a big dog. Yeah, they were. There. We had uh, a few years back then a PG perfect game. We ran into a team from Minnesota, so I'm looking at our schedule and I'm going, Minnesota. These guys are hockey players. You know, there's no. You know, I'm it's just going to throw They're this all gonna guy against them. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I'm going to throw this guy. You know, we should be able to get through this no problem. They waxed us, <laughs> waxed us, man. We were totally not prepared for what came. These were good 
freaking baseball players. They were big, they were strong, they were fast. Guy on the bump was probably upper 80s. I think we were 15 at the time, maybe 14. Um, and he was, it was upper 80s. He just shoved on us. And I was like, oh. So, you know, talking to the parents about schools and, you know, where they can go and where they can play, sometimes they just don't want to hear it. No. You know, they don't want to hear it because they think they know better. No, and I'll tell you what—it's such a relief when when you when you have that first conversation with a kid, yeah. and he's got like a, an idea of what kind of mm-hmm. schools actually match, yeah. and you're like, actually, this could have, this could this one's going to be easy because this kid's going to be—he's going to be spending his time looking at the right schools instead of all right. of a sudden at the end it's like, okay, what's left now? Well, some of these kids think that if they put on a certain uniform, they're going to go to these schools. Oh man! They think, oh, if I wear that organization's uniform, I'm like, you know, <laughs> if they tweet, if they tweet me, oh, if they tweet yeah. me out, I'm gonna oh. retweet it. I'm gonna retweet it. Yeah. I could, ah, 324 mil. I see it coming right now. <laughs> I'm all about it. So I'm gonna tweet. I'm gonna tweet this out. Next thing you know, boom! I'm signed to a major school. We were we were coming back. We were coming back. I don't know. Eddie Busky might have been in Virginia. Um, and uh, Eddie Buskey was driving with me, and the phone started ringing. This is a couple of years ago when he was doing some work on the fields up there. And it was one parent, and I had to go through this whole 30-minute thing about, you know, like, you're out of your mind, you know, like, they're, they're not even close, you're wasting your time, da-da-da, just go, I don't, I don't, you know, just go. Go do what you want to do. Hang up the phone, another phone call comes in. Same thing going on. And here's Eddie that, you know, he builds fields all over the country, and he's like, dude, I would never, I would never want to do what you do, having to deal with that every single day. It's, I love the kids, man. The parents, oh, no the doubt parents. about it. And it's not even the parents, you know. I mean, we say that all the time. The parents, yeah. the, the, you know, we put them into one group. But it's really uh, like on, on, on a it's team a small, full of 12, it's, it's usually small, maybe one, maybe two yeah. where you're sitting there. And the rest no. of them are really pleasant, good yeah. people. They're willing to understand it. But you spend, like everything else, you spend the majority of your time dealing with the problems yeah. and not as much of the time doing with the fun stuff that you, that, that you enjoy. I used to, used to pick and choose. The, I, I, I never... Probably for the first 10 years of doing this, I never stayed at the same hotels with the families, even when we went out on, on the road. So it's, but now, you know, you've, you know, you've gotten older and, you've, like I said, you kind of understand that there are parents out there that get it too and that you can sit in the lobby with and, you know, drink a little bourbon at the end of the night and, and have some fun. And, you know, and then there's, then there's the ones that are just, you know, you kind of like walking past the breakfast nook, you're walking towards it, the breakfast, and then you just sprint to the front oh. door. So <laughs> You know, oh, I didn't and then you look you. back and the parents oh. sprinting after you. Yo, hey. <laughs> Let me talk to you. <clears throat> but if you're in this game long enough coaching at these levels, everybody has these stories on, on, on parents. Yeah, I mean. And yeah, parents that think they can buy us. That part there. Is, oh, yeah, that's the that's That's the fun part. It's, uh, yeah, you play nice and then all of a sudden you, you oh, yeah. cut their legs out from underneath them and they're like but what but so, I did no, this no, no, and I did no, no. oh no sorry man that's not that, that's not the way to go but uh, so winter workouts are going on carving station's good That's that's been a good program for us and I wish you know outside you know arms and people would, would dive into that because it is if not the best pitching off season pitching program in the state it's definitely one of them I, it's, I, I mean I enjoy doing it it's yeah. a lot of fun I've learned a lot from Tim and and the guys down at the ranch and uh, tread. Uh, now? I haven't really learned anything from tread. That starts tomorrow. Okay. Um, but I, th- you know, my, I, you know, the idea there is it's going to take kind of a lot of those uh, um, exercises and and drill work that they use down at the ranch, and and it's going to be kind of be combined with um, a lot of the metrics. 
you know they have uh, you know they're they're super savvy with how to use the the metrics and yeah. to to measure engage and they're also I mean they're you know they're they're biology guys you know they they're going to be able to sit there and and not just say hey that looks funny they're going to be able to tell you why something looks funny mm-hmm. or why something is is uncomfortable biometrics guys right Bi- biology know. is like you know isn't physiological like physiological kinesiology see this is why I don't do that <laughs> I don't even know that I don't even know like the right words. this is like the birds and the bees we're getting ready to talk about here uh, <laughs> Dr. Ruth that's who I got all of Dr. my Dr. Ruth no doubt AM radio man late at night coming back from a game Dr. Uh, Ruth yeah. Dr. Ruth and Paul Harvey Those Paul Harvey was great and that's the story mm-hmm. yeah uh, the, see the people miss out on that stuff now they don't that was deep. Look at Andrew's looking at us. Like, who are those? You don't two even know people? who Paul Harvey is, do you? Yeah, no. I've heard of the name. I just don't know what it is. Uh-huh. Doctor Ruth. So if I said Doctor Ruth, male or female? Male. Wrong. I don't know. And that's where John got all his all his data from. Yeah, little German lady. Yeah. She's about five feet tall. <laughs> she is. Uh, spark, yeah. Real spark. And, it's, and it's almost like she's probably never done any of this. Ah uh, no, she's she's German. She's German. Wait, yeah. is, it, is this like a uh, a, ba- a bad website or something? No, this is so. These are so Paul Harvey and Doctor Ruth. They're like these syndicated AM radio personalities. Six ten. Uh, Paul Harvey would give it like a story of the day, yeah. and it would be carried on. I mean, just about every AM station at some time or another. So yeah. you could check in on uh, you know eleven hundred was the station in Colorado that we would pick up, and yeah. you know it was like ten thirty in the morning. Here's here's Paul Harvey's five minute story. If you're dri- if you're driving across country and you start on one radio station, you get out of that AM's that wavelength of the then you could just go down the dial a little bit more, and then he'd be in the next one, and then he'd be in the next one. So you could take him all the way, all the way across country if you wanted. Yeah. And now you have serious. Now you have serious radio that you yep. can pick up in the bathroom. Anything you want, anything you want at any time. It's yeah. amazing. Don't work for it. That, that changes the whole. You know, the the cell phones and the iPads and and all this other stuff changes the clubhouse environment too. I think so too. I mean, it, and it's not. You know, we call them. We still call them phones. They're computers. Right. Yeah. You know, you're carrying around your you know a personal computer everywhere you go. You've got information all the time. They say people have more access to information, but no less now because they don't have to know more. They don't have oh, to know this. Yeah, they can just Google it real quick. So yeah. I mean, it's in and out. You know, it's like a you know like a like a goldfish. That's interesting. You know, and and but I mean, getting into complex thoughts though. I mean, if you're not putting if you're not putting information in there, then you start getting into complex thoughts. I mean, it's going to hurt problem solving, in my opinion. Which you, I'm seeing already. I mean, you see kids that can't figure out how to put the the number on the back of their jersey at tryouts. You ever, you ever <laughs> see the, uh, the the kids that uh, that give them like an old phone, like a dial phone and stuff like that, and they can't figure out how to? Oh, like a rotary. Yeah, rotary. Yeah. Phone. <laughs> <laughs> They're like banging it with the, with the headpiece. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. So I, I, the other thing, I, you know, you have about the uh, you know the coach that has the Bluetooth in while he's he's doing a lesson, or he's uh, <laughs> or he's on the field and he's talking on the or he's on the phone while he's in the third base box. Yeah, that's classy. Yeah. That's, and people are paying for that. Yeah. People are paying for that guy to be engaged with their kid and and moving to the. Uh, to the I get irrit- I got I got an iWatch right or Apple Watch whatever, and I get irritated when I'm out there and it keeps buzzing. I'm like putting it behind my back like during I'm like stop 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 texting me shave. Yeah, and I'm right in the dugout. <laughs> hey, right there. You're literally no. Right it's usually to me. it's a parent saying, "How come my kid's not playing?" Nah, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't get that. You don't get that. You haven't gotten uh, that. I why? I mean, yeah. not during a game. No, I've had parents send me memes during the game, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, I there's some that. awesome parents. There's some Not awesome. during the game. You know, we, Don't mean me. I had one of those conversations, though, about playing time with a kid. And it wasn't playing time as much as positioning. This kid, this kid's dad was just hell-bent on him playing shortstop. You know, this and that and another. And I was just like, that's not, that's not the case, not the case, not the case. 
You know, he's he's gonna you know he's a good bat. You know, lefties yeah. don't play there. Yeah. <laughs> Guess where he's playing in the in college right now. Uh, shortstop. Out in left field. Right where I told him he yeah. would be. You're going to be out in left uh, field, man. Sorry, bud. You got rock hands. Yeah. No, they can't. They, that, that's the last thing, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get on here. But it, it is difficult to explain to parents that you know we don't do what we do here to make them better high school players. We're mm. projecting beyond that. Right, and so, the middle school players, you know, we're middle looking school at the players next, group the next up, level. The, the right, younger players right. are looking at middle school. Right. So when they come in and say, "Well, my, you know, he's going to play first base in, you know, in, in high school, or he's going to play this position in high school, but he's going to project to be a pitcher, or a different position, um, in the in the college level, then that's where we play him. Then you're a pitcher. Then that's what you are, man. <laughs> you know, so you know whatever happens with high school, great, have fun, but yeah, you know, enjoy it, man. You know, you're not going to get your reps here with that. No, yeah, you got to you got to start. You focus on with us. You're going to fo- you're going to showcase at the positions that you play. Yeah. Are you uh, are you going to California? Staying home for Christmas? Ah, uh, staying home for Christmas. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, you going, going to Gastonia or are you staying home for I'm Christmas because you're in Clover, right? Yeah, yeah. Cl- Clover. Clover. I didn't know it had an A. It does have an A. They Clover. spelt it wrong. <laughs> okay, they spelled everybody that puts er on the end of any word spelt it wrong. Water doesn't have an R. Water. The way he says it. Water. <laughs> Water. <laughs> But all right, well then, uh, let's hey, do well, this. come out, come out in January though. We got uh, the second uh, session for the carving stations in January. Make sure you come out to that, and also we got that BIC yep. pitcher, pitcher catch twenty fifth, pitcher January catch twenty fifth. Yeah. yeah, there's other showcases going on, but this is specific to pitchers and catchers. It's not like a mass. You know, we're just uh, we're bringing in coaches to uh, to College look at coaches. arms and and catchers and. Uh, it's a, what is it, three, four-hour program on the 25th? Man, we, we've probably done it in two, two and a half hours. Yep. You know, it doesn't take yep. a whole lot of time. And nope. we talk to the boys a little bit, make sure they got a good understanding of what we're getting after. And Is Tim going to uh, talk to them? Um, probably. Yeah, do Tim likes to do his thing. And yeah. they'll probably maybe have Tread out here that day. But uh, All right, well, we appreciate it. This was uh, huh? PBR. Oh, PBR will be there. Yeah, yeah PBR will be too. at the... Uh, at the um, Pitcher catcher on the twenty fifth. So, but information will be going out on that. We're, we're locking down even more schools than we have right now, and uh, we'll get the info out and we'll go from there. Hammer time. Yeah, man. So, okay. So we'll uh, we'll blow one more out before the the Christmas vacation. Uh, maybe sometime next week if everybody's in town. I don't leave till the twentieth. I think. Yeah, you're gone for two months, right? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah pretty much. So I have to going, going to, to going to Tampa. Tampa. Okay. Well, going to Boca okay. Raton, then going over to Tampa, Rats then coming up. home, and then going to the uh, the ABCA, then coming home, and then going out to, to Arizona. To the Mariners thing, yeah. To, the, uh, to beat up on some old people, man. <laughs> 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 I'm going to keep stats and everything. Be, do they live stream it? Huh? Do they live I stream it? it. I, that I, would be I, cool. I, I doubt it. Yeah, they, they have to probably have to like live stream the uh, the training room with everybody getting iced down and oh, <laughs> pulled hammies and broke bones. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll do this again next week. Peace out.